So long, I'm finna crib walk and put some motherfucking khakis on Now that's alright, man, I got nothing to prove I'm rich, but I still live like I got nothing to lose Look, man, I don't know what you been drinking I don't know what you been thinking But get out of line, the super's upside your head The media, they write whatever they choose And the cops stay on my ass, so I'll stay on the news These other rap niggas couldn't walk in my shoes Went through a bunch of bullshit while I was paying my dues They say my music make a gangster wanna pop something Or tell them niggas they can pop this shit, stop from it you heard of me, but do you know how I get down? Stay with a vessel on, roll with a couple trade pounds. In case your motherfuckers wanna jump bad now, start some bullshit and I'ma lay your punk ass down. I don't know what you've been thinking, don't know what you've been drinking, but you get out of line, boy. I lay your ass down. Don't know what you've been thinking, don't know what you've been drinking, but you get out of line, boy. Marijuana, mule on that greyhound From NY to the Carolinas Paper chase, different names, same face Don't catch a case, my road dogs on paroles Baby girls, four years old, we play the block Pistol cop, you can shoot or get shot Kill you for your crack spot, take everything your ass got Semi-automatic spray, bust back or run away Niggas talking in the hood, we handle this another day In November, you make my shit list, you're dead, you can cancel Christmas I send you a gift, niggas, so come and leave your ass twisted Them What's up everybody, Mike Russo going up, not growing old Alright, so I came across an old episode, uh, episode 29. 29. Uh, I understand people don't like the old episodes. I don't like it when my favorite podcast po- posts old shit or missing shit or uh, um, best ofs. I don't give a fuck. I skip those. So I understand a lot of you are going to skip the new, the, the old shit. But if any of you like the old shit from last time, last episode I did, this one is pretty good. It's episode 29. Um, I want to release that this week. Actually, what I wanted to do was, uh, as soon as that Charlottesville shit went down, Charlottesville, Charlottestown, I don't know, whatever the fuck it is. When that shit went down, I wanted to jump on the mic and and, and, and talk about it and and um, Trump and, and the, the groups that were involved and everything. But yeah, it's like two weeks later already, so that shit's kind of old. I'm not going to sit here and... And talk about how that fucking Antifa group has been causing trouble for months now. Uh, they've been fucking rioting and protesting and using fascist methods to fucking spread their fucking shit. I talked about it months ago. They, they've been causing trouble for months. And I've been seeing a lot on social media. A lot of people are saying, why are they calling them Antifa? Antifa? 
Everyone should be anti-fascist. Why are they they're calling them anti- No, that's the name they gave themselves. They called themselves Antifa. Just so, you know, they've been around for months. They didn't just show up, you know, that night and go against the white supremacists. Um, but what the, what the president said was right. They're both fucking, they're both wrong. I don't even, the, the, the white supremacists were there for the statue thing, whatever. Enough with the fucking taking down the statues. What the fuck? It's, it's, enough's enough with that shit. Generally offends me, so take it down. So what? Be offended. Just fucking take it. Fucking assholes, man. This fucking, the Antifa, they show up with bats. The fucking dude who hit that girl with the car, he wouldn't have fucking slammed on his fucking gas if he didn't get hit, if the pack of his car didn't get hit with a bat first. I mean, you know, listen. It sucks that someone lost their life, and the dude who hit her is an asshole anyway. He had a past record of, you know, trying to stab his sister and threatening his mother, so I'm not trying to, uh, you know, exonerate him. Yeah, I think he's an asshole. I think the white nationalists, anti they're all fucking assholes. This is the first time I've seen white people fi- fight white people over some racial shit. It's fucking retarded. Black Lives Matter, Antifa, white nationalists, alt-right, all these fucking groups. It's all fucking bullshit. And you know what? The media is the worst one because the president came out and condemned hate both sides. media says he must come out and condemn the white nationalists. So he finds out who was there, comes out, says... Uh, you know, with the white nationalists, they were wrong. Antifa was wrong. There's some good people on both sides. The next day, he must come out and condemn the... Yo, he did. Twice. Alright. And here's the other thing. Like, this fucking... Oh, Jesus, I said I wasn't going to do this. <laughs> but yeah, check it out real quick. The girl lost her life, right? It's on the front of the paper. It's all the... It made all the fucking newspaper. Uh, the news programs, huge thing, white nationalists, protest, anti-protest, person lost their life. But this is how the media is fucked up. The media call everyone racist, but they're racist. And I don't even want to call them racist because the, the left has watered that word down so much. It's like calling someone a racist don't even mean anything anymore. The, uh, excuse me. The media is more like, um, like a, like a, Poppy racist, like a like a father racist, and what I mean like patriot like patriarchal. They're like a patriarchal racist, and what I mean by that is, all right, this this young girl lost her life, right? Um, in Chicago, gangbangers are shooting each other in record numbers, black on black crime, but you don't hear about them. That's a serious fucking problem. Every weekend, there's murders. Black on black crime, but media don't report on that because you know what? That's what they're supposed to do. That's what they do. They don't know any better. Let them do what they do. That's why they don't report on that shit. It's not in their interest to report about the numbers, the uh, uh, the, the high numbers of murders in the south side of Chicago. I don't know how much. It's a lot. I bet you at least, and this is probably going to be low, I bet you it's like three a week. Easy. Black people killing black people. But yet, one girl dies at a protest where you know there's going to be violence that motherfuckers anti-fire walk around with ski masks and bats. That's what kind of fucking protest is that? 
And another thing for the people that I see on social media who think they just showed up, they've been they've been trying to stop free speech for months now. What happens is a college will um, invite a conservative speaker, or maybe the conservative speaker asks a college if they can speak. However, it works. I don't know. Then the antifa shows up, and they protest. They cause a riot. They cause violence, causing the college people to cancel the conservative speaker. That's fucking, uh, you know, taking away free speech. Oh, but no, he wasn't gonna. He was gonna do hate speech. Well, who the fuck are you to determine? By the way, it's still free speech. By the way, but who the fuck are you to determine anything? Right. Oh, what, so who am I to determine if that's, they're trying to stamp out free speech? Well, I think that is. I think that's a perfect example. Here's another example of them trying to, trying to fucking, using fascist, um, sorry, I'm in traffic right now, and I think I'm a little too far into the red light, um, using, you know, fascist methods, guy trying to write a book, Milo Yiannopoulos, fucking... The, the left camp comes out. I don't know what... It was one of those fucking groups. Probably the same group. This might have been before they had gave themselves the name Antifa. I don't know. Fucking pressured the publisher not to publish the book. You might as well fucking start burning books now. Yo, you know what? Now that I said that, I guarantee you, now that they're trying to... They're trying to rip down all these statues, including... They want to get rid of the Washington Monument. Not the Washington Monument. The, uh, the motherfuckers' heads on the mountain. Mount Rushmore they want to get rid of now. I guarantee you they're going to start burning books. The anti-fa group, you know, anti-fascists, will start burning books. I'm telling you. And this is exactly what I didn't want to do. Because <laughs> this shit's like fucking weeks old. But I don't know how I got on this fucking rant. And, um, and another thing about the things I see on social media. Yo, check it out. You're not a rebel if you say that you don't like Nazis. You're not a revolutionary when you say I hate Nazis. Yeah, no shit. Asshole. <laughs> I see so many anti-Nazi posts on my fucking Instagram saying this shit went down. It's fucking stupid. It's like you're not, you're not a rebel. You're not going against the grain because you hate Nazis. Stupid. And the people fucking... That, you know, when the president says that he condemns this group and condemns that group. And the media is like, oh, he... he He's just taking the side of the white nationalist because he's a racist. Yo, this motherfucker, I've known him for 30 years. Not personally, but he's been around for 30 years. He made millions in New York. How the fuck are you going to be a racist and make millions in this city? Not only that, but there was some shit that went down years ago where uh, he bought a building and there were some minorities living in the building. He bought the building. He wanted them out. They wouldn't get out. So he did some, some real horrible shit, like turn the heat off on them, or turn the water off for the electric. You know, some real sinister shit. People say that he did that, that's racist. Let me tell you something. That's a business move. He didn't do that in the name of racism. If there was white people in that house, same shit would've went down, because it was in the name of business, from a businessman. Is it deplorable? Sure. Do I agree with it? No, what does that mean? Because I disagree with that, I can't agree with this. Or if I agree with that, I can't disagree with this. Yeah, just because I agree with something he says on Monday, doesn't mean I'm going to agree with some shit he says on Wednesday. You know what I'm saying? The only, the, the, I, don't, I don't 
do right and left. I just kind of lean to the right because I agree with more of their shit. You know? Nothing the left said I ever agreed with, ever. And, you know, back in the day when the liberals were different, I wasn't even around back then, so who gives a fuck? And, you know, I don't even really follow this shit. It's more like I see people's reaction to shit. Excuse me. And then I'll go look into it a little bit. Like, so much anti-Trump stuff. It's like, if you just listen to what... Yes, he's fucking crazy. We all know that. It's not a secret. But the shit that he's saying is just the truth. Sure, there was good people there. And there was white nationalists there. There was good people there. And there was the Antifa. What the fuck is wrong with that? Someone tell me what's the problem with that. I'm going to stop this recording. I'll be back in two seconds. My battery's dying. Alright, I'm back. I went a couple blocks, grabbed my uh, my little portable charger, charged my phone. Um, totally fucking lost my head of steam. I don't even remember what the fuck I was talking about. Uh, but yeah, shit's going, shit's crazy out there. I might have to start getting guns. I mean, multiples. Maybe a little fucking... Little something I can carry around in my pocket, shotgun for the house, you know, rocket launcher, maybe a cannon or two. I don't know, something, something's got to give. But okay, so all right, so episode twenty-nine is what I'm gonna post. Old school episode. Um, um, all right, so I got Jay, my friend Jay, his brother Chris. Chris is kind of in the background. You really don't hear him. He didn't, for some reason, he didn't want to get on the mic. I don't remember why. This episode was from 2013. So it's kind of interesting, too, because I'm drinking beers and, um, you know, the quality isn't great. But, you know, it, we, we talk about girls. Uh, this episode was originally titled The Ultimate Roman Crossbeard. And if you listen, you'll find out what The Ultimate Roman Crossbeard is. Then we tell some stories when we were young, you know, about, we talk about bullies, um, you know, drugs, and then we go, then Jay goes on talking about how to pick up older women. It's a really good episode, a really good episode, I really enjoyed it. Uh, big shout out to Jay and Chris for doing the show. Jay was on a bunch of episodes. Uh, if you guys have been listening from the beginning, you know who he is. If not, introduce yourself now. Um, let's see, outro song, uh, let's go with, um, shit, nah, man, I don't know, I got, there's so much new shit that I got, you know, maybe I'll, uh, I'll do some Brooklyn Murder Club, I'll pick a song when I get home, probably, uh, Legend Killer, I like that one, that's a good one, yo, yo, so check it out, Brooklyn Murder Club, Legend Killer, I think that's the name of the song. If it's not, I'll put it in the uh, description of the show. I want to give a shout-out to all my podcast friends out there. You know who you are. Attention Deficit Order. Big Papa Podcast. Paint of Black. Bold and Belligerent. Um, Rat House Productions. Yo, Matty. Come back on the show, man. 
Last time I just missed you. Just missed you last time. Uh, that's life. Comics after dark. Got a big, big shout out to uh, Nikki from the UK, Brooklyn. I mean, <laughs> Erica from Brooklyn, of course. Uh, everyone who follows me on Instagram, go check out my shit at Gungo Podcast. Instagram, Twitter. Um, why is everyone fucking talking about this Mayweather? Fucking um, McGinnis. What the fuck is his name? <laughs> what the fuck is his name? McCluskey. McCluskey versus Mayweather. Anyway, uh, it's it's not like real. It's not a real thing. If I wasn't if I wasn't gonna be at work, I'd definitely be watching it. And if I wasn't gonna be watching it somewhere. And if it wasn't at work, I'd probably buy it. But um, McCluskey doesn't have a chance. Yo, McCowan does not have a shot. I mean, he's not a... All right, if, if McGowan wins, you know the fix is in for a rematch. It's as simple as that. Okay? Yeah, Mayweather's old. You motherfuckers 50 and always going to lose now? Fuck out of here. Fucking McGinley is definitely not going to win. What the fuck is his name, McGregor? <laughs> I forgot his fucking name. I just I just did about 13 hours, so I'm fucking tired. I mean, I, sorry, I did I did no no no. I did like 11 and a half, right? But I started in Queens for the locals. I started in Jamaica. I ended up in East New York, Brooklyn. But my car stayed in Jamaica, so I took a train to a subway. To the streets, walk the streets to the car, to another subway to the car, and I left. I signed out of work at 11:30 p.m. and it's it's now 1:30, <laughs> so it's like I'm still working. It's like I'm still working, but I'm not. I'm on the fucking road. Yo, I'm on 1:35. That's for painted black. You know what that is. I want to come sound. I want to come down and see the Ron Compton studio, kid. You're representing Ron Compton now. Ugh, it's douchey. I remember when I, alright, so check it out, when I was in school, right, when I was in high school, I used to, this dude moved into the neighborhood, he was from out east, Holbrook, right, going real local for motherfuckers, so we lived in West Babylon, and this dude came and moved in from Holbrook, and he told us that the kids who lived out on the end of Long Island had little names for their neighborhoods, it's so douchey that I don't even want to say it, because I'm, I'm getting douche chills just thinking about it, alright, yo, check it out. If you were from Holbrook, they called it Whole Brooklyn. Ugh, ugh, fuck, ugh. Alright, Medford Stuyvesant. Med, you know Medford? There's a place called Medford. They called it Medford Stuyvesant. <laughs> like, you know, Bedford Stuyvesant. And, you know, Ron Conkermer was Ron Compton. It's the douchiest thing I've ever heard in my life. White boys. That's, that's some white motherfuckers for you right there. And that's the problem too. White people. White people are the problem. White people fighting over white people for black shit. What the fuck is that? White people fighting white people for Mexican shit. Stop. Why doesn't the white people fight the white people for being stupid white people? Like the white nationalists should be fucking taking bats to Antifa because they name themselves Antifa and they're doing fascist shit. And Antifa should do what their name is and beat up the white nationalists. Or everyone could just calm the fuck down and uh, watch Easy Money or Up in Smoke or a fucking Caddyshack. And just fucking roll a joint, everyone gets high, 
everyone smiles and laughs and has a good time. Nah, that won't happen. I think I'm done fucking babbling. I love you guys. Thanks for listening. Check me out. Hopefully I'll have some new shit soon. Later. Oh, I almost forgot. Real quick, let's do some reviews. Uh, for the summertime. Summertime reviews. King Kong sucked. Uh, I saw Dunkirk and IMAX. Fucking awesome. The sound, the fucking picture, beautiful. Um, maybe not so much on a rewatch on a small screen, but on the big screen, IMAX, awesome. Loved it. Fucking visceral is, is the word for it. Spider-Man Homecoming. Check out my last episode from my review on that. Fucking the uh, Preacher. Watch a Preacher. Uh, it crossed the goofy line for me in season one, but I stuck with it and I like it. Um, I'm not a... I like it because it's like, if someone asks me what it is, it's like sci-fi, fantasy, horror, comedy. So that's that's cool. It's different. I hope it lasts. Uh, I don't like really, I don't like, really like any of the characters so much, but you know, whatever. It's, it's an entertaining show. Uh, ran through Breaking Bad again. All five seasons or six, whatever it was. Best show ever. I can't even find the flaw in that fucking show. Great, great show. Um, the Wire. Started watching The Wire. I know. Late to the party. I'm on season one, episode ten. Fucking what a great fucking show. Yo, believe the hype on The Wire. All right. Really great show. Um, what else did I see? And I fell asleep on. I just saw some recently. Fell asleep. Oh Jesus Christ! Planet of the Apes. The fucking oh the fucking war for the Planet of the Apes. That. I don't even... Listen, I fell asleep on it, but I don't remember there being a war. But I woke up just in time to see an ape fucking with a burning American flag stomping on it. I woke up just in time. Oh, I also woke up just in time to notice that, you know, the bad guys, the bad military guys, were 99.9% lily white. (laughs) I woke up enough to find that, to see that. That movie sucked balls. I don't care if I fell asleep on it or not. Oh, and I rewatched Alien Covenant. Because I fell asleep on it and I rented it. Second time I watched it, I liked it. CGI is still fucking horrible. Um, but, you know, I, I kind of liked it. It's, it's. I guess it's easy to like it since there hasn't been a good Alien movie since uh, Aliens. And that's coming from a person who likes Prometheus. But Prometheus isn't really an Alien movie. Uh, what else did I see? That might be about it. I'm sick of these uh, these movies. I, I think I fucking covered this already. I'm not going to go about it again. Horror movies that are not horror movies, but they put on the label of horror movies. You know, 10 Cloverfield Lane. Fucking Don't Speak. Don't Talk. Shut Your Mouth. You know, White Guy's the Bad Guy movie. Uh, Green Room. I got to go on and on and on. The Gift. Don't Go in the Woods. Or the, the, oh, no. They Come at Night. That's all bullshit. Uh, I just... Oh, Kuso! Oh, shit, Kuso. Alright, this fucking movie, K-U-S-O. I don't know, it was on Shudder. Shudder's the horror movie app. I don't know what the fuck this thing is. Okay, everybody in this movie has uh, boils on their face. And it makes no sense, there's a giant butt monster. Like, it's not a butt monster, like a monster that looks like a butt. It's a giant butthole in the woods that a little kid feeds and smears shit on the heads that come out of it. 
There's like a, a diseased girl who's actually kind of sexy. Who pulls a remote control out of her pussy. There's like these furry television guys who throw shit at her. Um, there's a doctor who has a, um, a parasite living in his ass who can cure people of their fears. This is the wackiest fucking thing I've ever seen in my life. Makes no sense. There's no plot. The only thing that connects... There's two things that connects all these different stories. Is that one, everyone has warts on their face. And two, there was an earthquake. And I think some of the scenes in this movie, they did just to be shocking. <gasps> but again, it's like very artsy, experimental shit. I think like some producer or DJ did it. I'm going to recommend this movie just because someone I want someone else to see it besides me. Alright, Chris from Attention Deficit Order. Check it out. Kuso. K-U-S-O. This is the movie back in Sundance. Where, oh, no. Aspen. Or one of them fucking, you know, places that everyone walked out of. <laughs> so if everyone's walking out of the movie, you know it's worth checking out. Alright, that's it. I'm out of here. Later, guys. From, oh wait, from Left 4 Dead 2? Yep. Okay. Say, um, say you've been listening to the Growing Up Not Growing Old podcast. Together at the same time. One, two, three, go. Poopy head, poopy head, poopy head. Oh, thanks guys. <laughs>
No. Yeah. You know, you don't need, hey, hey, you know what? I think I talked shit about you three times already because I know you don't listen. <laughs> How bad is so it? So everybody knows you, so you don't need an introduction. I listen. Yeah, what was my last podcast Fuck about? You. Dick, <laughs> I told you. Uh, I, uh, well, uh, all right, Jay's here. He was on the first episode. Kicks it off. Fucking set it off. All right, guys. I'm back. I'm at my brother's house, Chris T. Mike Rousseau's here. We're all in the living room. Chris has a fish tank the size of King Kong over here. Chris was on the uh, the flowering of a friend episode, which is taken, which got a big bump. That episode had a huge bump. All right. All For right. whatever reason, it's it's we got a huge bump. <coughs> All right, I'm in. I'm in. I'm ready. I'm back. I'm in. <laughs> Chris, can I have another beer, please? You were in. Now you're out. Like just like that. You were in. Chris, can I have another beer, please? All right. Here, here. How's everybody? I'm Jason. It's been a long time. It's probably been about a month, two months. Shut up. <laughs> Shut the fuck. Been about two months. <laughs> It's been about two months since I, I saw Mike. Stop trying to get intimate with the fucking audience. Uh, this is Jason. Mike. Just when he comes around for a stupid podcast. What's your story? You got a story to tell? I don't what? Speaking of what's your story? <clears throat> well, what was the, <laughs> what was the story with what's your story? I remember that story was. <clears throat> I used to say that to girls, didn't you? So what's your story? I think I said it once, and then it went down in history. That that's a, my line. That's a cousin Danny story. That's a cousin Danny line. What's your story? That was me, actually. You're a dick. <laughs> I said it. I, I said it one time, and right. it went down in history. Is that's my thing? All right, I'm back in business. I got my beer. All right, I want to tell a story about what happened just about ten minutes ago, and I I, I came to a, a revelation. I had an epiphany. Wow, I drank a lot. Um, that's so, not that's not an epiphany. It happens every weekend. So anyway, but I'm I'm fucking driving over to Chris's house. Mike's here. And I'm like, oh, Chris said bring chips. So I, I'm going to bring beer anyway. I'm going to bring some chips. I only had $20. So, Chris, I'm not going to say he lives in a ghetto. I'm sure at one time it was very nice. You know, um, I used to live right up the block. We actually shared an apartment together. But I moved out, and he, he stayed right in the neighborhood one block over from where we shared an apartment. And it's really Spanish now. It's 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 bad. There's uh there's Spanish guys with mohawks, and and spiky mohawks, and they're all wearing couture shirts like the the UFC shirts. And they're about five years behind the world. Oh, they really are five years behind it. They got Bad Boy Club fucking stickers on their car when I had when I was skateboarding when I was eleven. Wow, that's like eighty six. Yeah, I'm thirty five, thirty four. How old are you? I'm thirty four. All right. Anyway, I'm driving into the neighborhood. <laughs> All right, I drive a pretty a nice car, so I, I I'm driving in and I'm white and I pull into the most ghetto bodega ever. All right, and already people are looking. I open up the door and, and Whitey White comes out. Me wearing freaking you know tan shirt, uh, tan shorts. You know, my I got my fucking Vans shoes on. I got short hair. Either no one messes with me. They either think I'm a cop or I'm crazy. I get out, I park right in the front, and I'm looking around, I throw up fucking eyebrows on people, I'm like, hey, hey. <laughs> I go in, I bust open the door, and you know you're in a bad neighborhood when... Fucking music stops. Music stops. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You have a needle scratch? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know you're in Chris's neighborhood when you're, there's fat Spanish chicks, fat, 
dressed in super tight fucking skin tight skin tight shit, and it, they're being all sexy as hell. They're, they're putting out so much sex where I'm starting to think she's sexy, and I'm like, oh, well, I guess I would bet. No, I wouldn't bang her. Yeah, they're magicians. Yeah, maybe I would. Then I'm like, oh, I'm walking in. It's what, what, what time is it right now? Ten. 9.30. There's a full hot steam table full of food, all sorts of arroz camboyo, oxtail, all sorts of shit. Rib tips. Rib tips. And it's, it, it, you know, it's people are there. It, it's You know you're in a bad day. But. So I walk in and I'm like, fuck yeah, $20, that's it. So what do I do? I buy I buy 22 ounces of Modelo. I get three of them, one for, one for each of us. I got three bags of chips. And not only did I, I get all the beer and the chips, I also got a Coca-Cola in a glass bottle. That's huge, man. You don't get those glass bottles anywhere. And you know, I don't know why. It tastes so much better. I'll tell you why. They use real sugar. Who in, does? In America, they don't use real sugar. They use, uh, like, fake sugar. How does that affect the bottling process? Yeah. Well, they don't have as much chemicals as they do in whatever country that came from. So they stick with the old school, regular cane sugar, or I, I believe it's cane sugar, brown cane sugar, and that's what makes that Coca-Cola taste so well, as opposed to the chemical fucking aspartame or whatever the hell they use, whatever big names they use for sugar. So that's why I bought it. I don't even drink fucking soda anymore, but I just bought it because it was cool. I don't fuck with soda anymore, but that fucking, that bottle is pretty fucking cool. Yeah. Did you notice it had like an odd barcode on it? Yeah. What was with that? Yeah, it's from another country, right? They must have imported that shit. Because it had, it had a fucking odd-looking barcode. I can't believe I drank so much as Modelo. Yo, Modelo's tasty. Yeah, yeah. Not only that, the bottles look like fucking huge dildos. Well, I didn't notice that, but I don't know. Yeah, I guess you're, you you're have... You're the first I person that fucking I said guess that you, when I opened it up. No, the big dildo. Jay noticed that, Chris. I didn't... That's news to me. <clears throat> I don't know. You know, I was at... Uh, I, was I wasn't a, done. Oh, go ahead. <laughs> that seemed like the end of the story. I don't yeah. know. Did something else happen? <laughs> yeah, I guess I was done. <laughs> Asshole. What happened when you paid? Did you get change back? You want to sit next to me? No. I'm gonna sit right All right. Oh, well, not only that. All right. Now, I look kind of young, but I don't look 21. I don't look like I'm underage. And the and the girl at the desk at the at the register thing the belt, she was she looks at me and she was gonna ask me for ID, she was gonna ask me and I was like, hey, what's going on? Now I know I'm way out of way out of range, way out of territory. I'm like, hey, what's going on? And she smiles. I'm like, you were gonna ask me for ID, weren't you? But you're not going to because I'm so good looking. And she started laughing. I don't know why, because I'm really really ridiculously Did good you- looking. Did you say it like smooth like that? Uh, no, I probably stumbled and yeah, probably asshole. tripped. No shit. But she didn't ask me for ID, which was cool. And uh, I got all the shit. I was five cents over. And she was like, don't worry about it. And she took it out of her tip jar. Hey. Did you leave her a tip? I didn't have any more money. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah. And then I, what? When I was leaving, I saw that really fat chick <laughs> wearing all that freaking. What the fuck? What, what, what was she wearing? Do you remember? I'll tell you what she was wearing. She was wearing jeans, black, skin-tight jeans. All right? And she had a little ass on her, but she was fat as hell. And she had a belly shirt, which was definitely right about the uh, the belly button range. And she was fat as fuck. But she was just the the demeanor that she had was kind of sexy. And I was, she caught me for a second. I was like, eh. 
Was she? I, I came to my senses and I fucking backed up and left. Was she selling? Selling what? Herself. You know, I didn't think about that. She must have been. Yeah, well, I got a couple of bucks. <laughs> I came to my senses half an hour later. I got a couple of bucks. <laughs> oh, man. It's a, nice, it's a nice neighborhood. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Very Spanish, though. Very Spanish. And Polish. And Polish at the same time. It's fucking You're weird, right? right? Isn't the weirdest fucking neighborhood in the world? It's, it's, it's Spanish and Polish at the same time. No, Mike, we were talking about this before, and I was thinking about coming up with the ultimate woman crossbreed. <laughs> the ultimate... <laughs> <laughs> the ultimate woman cross beard. <laughs> <laughs> ultimate Roman. <laughs> okay, all right. Let's recap. It's the ultimate Roman cro- cross beard. <laughs> That's what happens when you have sour cream and onion, Uts, Fritos. All right, what are you talking about? The ultimate crossbreed woman. All right, there's a lot of Polish around here, and they got blonde hair, blue eyes, big tits. Not so much big asses, but they're tall and kind of sexy. Polish girls, Eastern European. And then <laughs> on the same fucking road, you got all Spanish girls. Just short, dark skin, dark hair, juicy asses, and a lot of sex appeal. So I think if we can somehow get two of those girls together, make a good one. Here's the problem. In order to make one, you have to have a dude involved. Right away, you got to get into you, the gay you, shit, huh? You got to find a guy with a nice ass. <laughs> <laughs> Not so much. You got the Polish girl with the nice titties. Tall, you know, slender, blonde, nice titties. And eventually, 20 years from now, you want to have a Polish-Spanish girl with a perfect ass and perfect titties and perfect skin and perfect hair. Yeah. A dude has to be involved. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So what kind of guy are you looking for? Yeah, I guess I'm looking for a... <laughs> <laughs> Tall, blonde hair. <laughs> gay guy. Nah, you can't be a gay guy. Gay. F- ah, you're right. Gay, gay semen swims away from that egg. Sure. All I'm saying is that would be a good mix. Don't would, fucking, don't try to skirt the subject. That would be a good mix. And, and like you said before when I brought this up, when I first got in, all amped up telling you the story, that uh, that is the unicorn. And Yeah, it's a mythical creature. Yep. You don't, you don't see that. You don't see that. Actually, I think you do. And they're called Brazilian. You know what? That's a good point. Yeah. yeah. But uh, you got to check for the cock. Yeah. We'll worry about that later. You got to check for the double A and the cock. Because you know them Brazilians are fucking... The Brazilians are funny. If I see no Adam's apple, I'm going in. Well, we'll worry about that later. It's funny you say that, but no no one in this room has an Adam's apple right now. (laughs) But we all have cocks. I see Chris's right there. That's because he was showing it to you. We can't see yours because you got a double chin. Dick, shut the fuck (laughs) up, asshole. Set yourself up. Your belly's on the floor right now. It's fucked up. It's a small couch in your defense. I'm done. (laughs) (laughs) Thump. Mike, remember the time you and I did... uh we took some Xanax pills and went to the beach? No, I don't do drugs. Well, if you did, you remember that time? Yeah, yeah, I remember that time. We uh, we uh, got our hands on some shit. And uh, I don't even think we were looking for it. I think someone just gave it to us. And hey, here, take this. I think I had them. I might have been seeing a girl that uh, I had a bunch of pills for some reason. And I had them. And I was like, Mike, you want to take these? And you're like, okay. And I was like, all right. And we took them. And I remember throwing a football back and forth, right? We were throwing a frisbee or a football at the beach. Probably a football. We always had a football. And that's all I remember. 
You don't remember waking up in the Roosevelt Field Mall? I remember waking up in the Roosevelt Field Mall parking lot. Actually waking up out of sleep. You know, how the fuck did we get here? And obviously we drove there. I was like, dude, that's fucked up because I don't remember driving. I know we were drinking. We were drinking good. And then we took those Xanax and uh, I, I must have been a mess the whole way there. But we were there and I woke up there. Now, and, for people, and I drove. <clears throat> Sorry, for people from out of town, you're not familiar with New York or Long Island. We went from what beach you were at? We were at Gilgo Beach. Gilgo Beach to the Roosevelt Field Mall. How many miles is that? Oh, 20, 30. About thirty miles. So there's time lost for thirty miles. Thirty that, miles, thirty minutes. And you know what? Nothing happened. No, good to go. Good to go. Like ain't shit. Yeah. Kick Xanax's ass right in the ass. <laughs> right in the ass <laughs> I'll show you <laughs> Fuck that shit That shit's fucking child's play Yeah I don't do Xanax for that reason Just because Hey who wants to do a downer I anyway I wake up with fucking some dude <laughs> In the fucking parking garage <laughs> Yeah Let me tell you what happened one time I woke up On the hood of my car Right Middle of the night My ass hurt Wow I was like oh man Did I get Fucking anally abused or something again? in the middle of the, again? <laughs> did I get anally raped in the middle of the night or something? I don't know what the fuck happened. I went that the night I went out with some people I work with to Fridays and uh, we and I left early because I felt funny. I had the Jack Daniels chicken. I don't know if someone jugged my beer or whatever. I felt funny, so I went home and I lay down on the hood of my car, take it easy a little bit, and I woke up. My ass hurt. I know exactly what happened. What happened? You're fat. You ate. You had the itis. You fell asleep. You're probably scratching your ass. <laughs> Does scratching your ass come with the itis? Maybe. Maybe. So I fucking, I really thought I was fucking, I inally fucking raped in the hood of my car. I woke up in the middle of the hood of my car, ass hurt, went to bed, woke up, giant hemorrhoid in my asshole. And what happened was I tried to squeeze out of shit before I went out that night. <laughs> And I squoze, squeeze too hard. You can't push too hard. You push too hard, you get hemorrhoids. So I fucking had a giant, I had a half a golf ball in my asshole. And I thought, I didn't know what it was because I never, I never heard any, any talk. I thought hemorrhoids was like pimples on your butt that you got from sitting on the cold curb. Yeah, cold cement. That was the, that's a, I guess that's an urban legend. I don't know. I don't know either. So. As I'm on the bowl, I call my brother. It's like, yo, Ed. Yo, there's something in my butt. Who's this? My brother. I was like, yo, what the fuck, man? I think I got ass cancer. Right away, ass cancer. I was like, there's a giant thing in my ass. I think I got ass cancer. He was like, nah, it's probably a polyp. He's like, take the fist out of your ass. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like you were there. Yeah, that was fucked up, man. I don't like that shit. You got any pass out stories, Chris? Just one. <laughs> All right, shoot. Playing this game, asshole. I don't remember how old I was. Probably 20, 19. And I, and I was the asshole. I passed out. I remember them bringing me home, putting me in the pool. In the pool? In the pool. Why'd they put you in the pool? I guess try to wake me up. Yeah, I probably want to fuck with you a little bit. Yeah. And then they uh next thing I knew I was in my bedroom. That's it. 
I don't remember nothing. That's it? That's that's all you got for a pass out story? <laughs> I don't remember shit. You got any girl pass out stories? Nothing. I can think of one. Nothing. <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So let's get into it with this podcast. Let's get, let's. What is this? Fuck podcast nineteen twenty. What does that mean? Nineteen twenty. <laughs> the year? <laughs> how many? How many? How many? Oh, I think this is going to be twenty nine or thirty. Nineteen twenty. I'm a little behind the times. You know, I, I'm a busy guy myself. Yeah, no one has an hour to spare ever. Wait, no, <laughs> forty minutes actually. Huh? So wait, wait. Let, let's talk about having time to spare. When's the last time I saw you? For, for 40 minutes? Yeah. For 40 minutes. When was the last time I saw you? For 40 minutes? Yeah. Right now. I invited you out to fucking to, to, to the barbecue, Rockets Barbecue. No, Sunday? Come on, man. No, yeah, Monday. That was Labor Day. So what? That's the workers' day. I stayed on my couch and jerked off three times. Wow. All right, well. Mike, Mike and I used to hang out every day, all day. We we were good at the handball game. We we cut out of school. Drink what a beer. shame Cedar Beach has become, man. The wrap that handball court. Why you just cut me off? Oh, sorry, <laughs> guy. An asshole face. I gotta go get a beer anyway. You need you need one? Yes. Not yet. I, I still got more on this uh this beer. Mike Russo rolled up with a small cooler as if he's got a lunch cooler. Yep. It's fucking got beer in it. It's got the worst beer ever. Beer I used to drink when I was fucking fifteen. It's real cold. Miller High Life. Remember, I used to drink this when I was 15, and I used to have a little bit of the ass beer left. I'd give it to Mike. He would drink it. The champagne of beers. Champagne, yeah. Mike and I, we used to win in high school. He was one grade above me. High school, nah, we didn't give a fuck. We, we used to cut out and go to the beach. On the way to the beach, we'd stop off at the, at the Ghetto Mart and get St. Ives 40s, drink them. On the way there... When we were there, play handball at the beach with no shoes on for no reason, drink our 40s, and go home drunk. Good times. Really good times? You can't beat that shit. Those days, you know, uh, people long for the days of old. And who doesn't want to go back in time? But it's good to say that we did that. You know what I'm saying? It's like, yeah, that we did that. It was fun. But you can't do that now. We were drug free back then and everything. Yeah, we didn't we didn't do no fucking drugs. We smoke pot. We didn't do no, any, no, no, we don't know nothing. Drank like motherfuckers though. We would go to the fucking handball courts at the beach with a barbecue. Yes. And food. And motorcycles. You had your motorcycle? Was that Several the time? Times. You, was that the time you crashed into the barbecue? We were playing handball. So we're playing handball. Mike and I, we were pretty good. Mike was a little bit better. And I uh, were playing doubles or whatever, kicking ass. And I had Adidas pants on because I was like 16, and that was the thing to do. And I remember running after the ball, and I ran right into that fucking barbecue. Oh, sparks went flying. It was great. Charcoals, shit all over, burnt the fuck out of my pants and my skin. No shirt. Full-blown asshole. And we kept going. Yeah. We set fine. it back up, started cooking the food back. Put the hot dogs back on the Put, grill. Yeah, man, dirt and everything. Sand, fuck it. Yeah, we fuck it. Handball, nothing better than the handball court at the beach. And they had the baseball court there. Best thing about the handball court at the beach? Fence. After the fence was gone, even when you missed the ball and you had to go get it, it only went, bloop, right into the sand and stopped. I hated when they took that fence down. Yeah, that did suck. 
fucking motherfuckers. They try to they try to keep people like us out. That's why. As a matter of fact, I was on the phone with Jeremy. That's why I'm, I brought this up. I was on the phone with Jeremy to uh, to get him to come out somewhere, and we started talking about Justin. And he goes, "You know, Justin stole your video game when we were younger, right?" I was like, "No, nah, dude, that was you." He goes, "No, nah, that really was Justin. He he stole everything." And uh, he was a thief. How do you think we got so much fucking weed, dude? I went with him to his father's uh, club, the the racquetball club. And he grabbed his aunt's keys. We went in there. I was stealing bottles of liquor from the bar. This is at 15 years old. Take it. Bottles of liquor from the bar. And to jump over the bar, take that. All right? And he's like, I'll be right back. He's like, I got to go get some weed from my aunt's car. I think he's going to come back with maybe an eighth. That's a big deal back then, right? You're 15 years old. Granted, we, we did drugs a lot younger than everybody else. Yeah, we started young. Although I just said a half hour ago that we were that we were drug free. Well, that was in between though. That was when we were like twenty two. No, we were in high school. No, not when we were in high school. You know what? We were smoking pot when we were uh, playing yeah. handball like that. Yeah, I didn't stop smoking weed until I was like twenty three. All right, so we weren't drug free back then. Anyway, we were. I used to steal bottles of liquor from the bar, and he would take his aunt's keys, run around the back of the racquetball club that is grandfather owned open up his aunt's trunk and take weed out of her trunk but he didn't just take like an eighth or a gram or something big he was taking ounces of weed i remember i had bottles under my jacket and i go and i jump in his car and he jumps in and we go to take off and he he's pulling out of his jacket his his big triple fat goose back down back then he's throwing ounces of weed at me trying to fucking drive and put a seatbelt on and and he must have threw at least six ounces, a quarter pound of weed, and I think maybe a couple balls of hash, and I had all this liquor, and, and that's yeah. how we—that's how we survived back then. He used to steal so much. Look at Chris's ass; it looks like an old man's butt. Eh, old man, but you. He used to steal so much fucking weed, like pounds, pounds. We would have cigarette packs full of joints. I remember that, man. I remember the hash balls. That he and tinfoil. Re- remember, he got all those hash balls and he gave some to Adam, right? And then he broke into Adam's house and stole them. And I think he stole a gun, too. Didn't he steal a thirty-eight? And then they were walking around. And then I don't know. <gasps> oh, this is a good one, too. I got a whopper. Wait, I don't know. Uh, let's, let's I, I may have stories mixed up, but I do remember the thirty-eight special and let's, walking around the street with it. Wait, coming back for the stores. Came out, out there oh. talking about guns and shit. <laughs> He's in jail anyway. I know, but still. All right, let's, just, let's pause for a right, second. Let me, let me revert. Yo, remember we were. Wait, ju- wait, wait, wait. So Justin, uh, what did Justin do at Adam's house? Justin sold Adam a bunch of a bunch of hash balls. All right, I'm talking big ones too, like the size of quarters, of the circumference of a quarter, and, and a lot of them, maybe like like ten or, or so more. Right, and he broke into the house and he stole them back. Right, something like that. Cause I re- I remember that. And then there was a gun involved. And I think that kid Lou that we used to hang out, the one that you turned into a drug addict, even though you're not a drug addict. But I you, don't take credit for that. that diff- yes. <laughs> no. Yeah, you turned him into a drug addict. He was a nerdy dude. All right, and then he wanted to hang out with us, and everything was cool. And he took the drug thing to a whole nother level. And by the end of the three, four years, he wound up smoking crack, and then uh, we, we don't talk to him anymore. So what happened with the gun? He took a gun? 
I believe uh, Lou came out with his with a 38, and we were walking around the streets with it. I remember. I remember that. I mean, over by Stallone's 10th Street, yeah. we're walking around, and someone had it down their pants, and we, I think we were all holding it, playing around, and it was there were definitely bullets involved. It was a 38 revolver, and I remember walking around, and somehow Jamie, Chris's brother, got into the play, and he put one bullet in it. In a real gun with a real bullet, and he spun the fucking the, the the chamber revolver, and he put it to your head and he pulled the trigger. That didn't happen at that time. That that story is from another time. Well, there was a thirty-eight involved, and I remember I remember that there was a thirty-eight going around our crew, our neighborhood, at one point. Thirty-eight special. It was a cop's gun, and that was the same time where there was a lot of house house. Uh, 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 home <gasps> home invasions. I remember that a lot wow. of home invasions going on around the same time that thirty eight was floating. How did we get our hands on that? But my my hands were on that gun. I don't know. I have no. I don't know where that thirty eight came from. It could have came from where you said it came from. But I definitely remember that thirty eight floating around. As a matter of fact, it did come from where I was talking about. Except someone broke into that guy's house, and I'm not going to mention a name, but we all knew it. Remember, right? Mm. And he took the gun. And somehow, and he doesn't even live by us. So how the fuck did we get our hands on that? I don't know what you're talking about. You tell me later off the air, but I want to tell you about the bullet in the chamber thing. I'd like to hear the bullet in the chamber thing. We went to this guy's house. There was like three or four of us. His parents were out. And I guess his father was a gun person. His father was a cop. It was a cop's gun. His father was a railroad guy. Still a cop's gun. <laughs> <laughs> but he didn't lock his shit up. He had a 357, a 38, a Beretta, an M16, shotgun. So right away we went to the house and this one dude he uh got the guns. He grabbed the fucking he grabbed the 357 and he fucking Where were you at this time? We were in the house, the person's house. Where? We're, mention we're, name, but. we're all in the living. We're all in the Ugh. parents' bedroom. All of us, everyone. And it, I wasn't there for that one. No, no. And, and he grabbed the three fifty seven, which was loaded. And this is when I knew he 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 wasn't fucking around. This guy who grabbed the gun, because he pointed the gun at the bed. All right, all right, let me rewind. He wanted to pull that trigger. Let me rewind about the gun to the head thing. He didn't put the gun to my head. He pointed the 357 at me and pulled the trigger with the bullet in it. But you can see where the bullet is in the chamber. And I, we both knew where the bullet was in the chamber. I don't know if he knew I knew. So he went like this. He looked at me. He looked at me dead in the eye, pulled the trigger, click. Now, when we went into the room... Which is already a scary feeling. Whether, whether you could see that bullet in the chamber on the left and the right of the revolver, it's still fucking scary. Right. But let me tell you, when he went into the room... With a three fifty seven with a bullet in it, he pointed the bullet. Uh, uh, he pointed the gun at the bed, and put his head back to the left, to flinching. Like he, like he wanted, he wanted, to, he wanted to shoot. He wanted it. He he went click click, like you know where the, the bullet is in the chamber. I don't know. Maybe he had it on the bottom one, and he thought it was on the top. Well, it does revolve, and he already took the first click out. I don't know what happened, but. That's what I remember. When me and him were fucking playing with the guns, he didn't flinch. When he pointed it at the bed, he he braced for impact. 
off air, I want to find out who this guy was because I, I, I remember it, but I don't remember who it was. I don't want to say his name. You know who it is. I'm going to tell me in a couple of minutes. <laughs> but uh, guns, when we were kids, guns weren't an exception. Well, tell the 38 special one when, when someone put it to your head and pulled the trigger. No, it was a 357 at the house. That was, I just did. So, wait, I do know who that is then. Yeah. Same guy. Someone's brother? I just tell the whole world. I just said someone's brother. Yeah, I don't remember the whole story, but I think we've... What a dick, According, uh, he, He's an asshole. According to history, air quotes, we played Russian roulette. I don't remember that shit. Yeah, I'll tell you another thing that fucking asshole did. He made that fucking taser a lot of times, too. He had a taser. He had a taser, and he fucking used to... He, he, he did to all of us. He, uh, he fucking... You know what he did? He was, he, the, he was an older brother. That's what he was. A real fucking jerk. Bully? Yeah, he was big, too. <laughs> Fucking bully. He had a car battery hooked up to the uh, the jumpers, and he had Justin and Jeremy cornered in a... He was in, they were in the corner, trapped in the corner. He was like, bang them together. Bam, bam. This is also the guy that he had a car in the driveway that he couldn't drive because he had no license or something. He was a real... He was, he was that guy. He was like the older brother fucking douchebag a little bit. And out of nowhere, we'd all be smoking pot, hanging out, drinking beer. He was good like that. He always got us everything we needed, and we had plenty of protection. But then he would look at us, and, and you could tell he would smirk just like a hair, and he had an idea. He was like, you're getting arrested. And, <laughs> and he would make he, – he was a lot bigger than us. And he would, he would grab your arms, and he'd put them behind your back, and he would kick your feet out against his car and slam your head into the hood of his car. And be like, you're under arrest. And then he would pull out of his fucking pocket a taser, a real fucking taser. A real taser. And he'd put it to, like, your neck or something stupid. And he'd be like, bang, bang, And he'd be fucking flinching and whacking out. And he'd be laughing. And nobody could do anything because he was bigger than us. <laughs> yeah. You know that guy. Yeah, but here's the thing, though. I mean, there's such an emphasis on anti-bullying nowadays. I think sometimes bullying uh, uh, creates character. I mean, sometimes you need that dicky... Sometimes getting bullied creates character that in a guy person. Was homeschooled his whole life. Well, I mean, I mean, you, you, if you want to get into the psychology of a bully, that's that's pretty easy stuff. But just right now, telling that story is hilarious. Getting tased and you're getting arrested. Just getting tased in the neck—it's hilarious. Just hanging out, drinking beer in a circle on the side, just in the front of his house. He had a corner house. We just sit there having a great time. You know, it, it felt great. Everything was great. It was summer. And then he just would smirk a little bit. His head would cock over. Like one eyebrow would go up. You're getting arrested. And after like the 10th time of that, you waited for it. And as soon as he would like get quiet, everybody knew something's going to happen. But that's what I'm saying, though, that sometimes bullying has a positive effect on people. I mean, I don't know if that kind of shit has a positive effect on any of us, but... At the time, it sucked, but right now, Funny it, as hell. it's fucking hilarious. And you know what? It it kind of builds your awareness of of your surroundings a little bit because okay. that's like he fucking. Oh. <laughs> uh, I'm ready when you're ready. All right, I think that uh, sometimes bullying helps. A lot of like famous people have been bullied, and that and and that makes them rise up against adversity. We spoke about this in a podcast I did called uh, Diseases of Affluence, where you need adversity. Adversity. 
And I think these kids, instead of punching the bully in the face, which pretty much solves the problem, they're running, running and telling a teacher, running and telling their parents, or killing themselves. It's not the right answer. I don't like some bullying. Is, is it's it's bullshit. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's dumb. It's not good. But sometimes it is good. Sometimes bullying forces someone to be funny in a moment. Bullying forces someone to be inventive at the moment to get out of the moment. Bullying forces someone to confront themselves to stand up for themselves at the moment. You learn a lot about yourself. You learn a little bit about yourself at times. Not every time, but sometimes. Bullying makes you aware of your surroundings. So bullying makes you more surra- more aware of your surroundings and certain people. Well, it's an in- it goes on an individual basis. You know what I'm saying? I think nowadays, it won't af- I think bullying is such a fucking thing now that kids right away, instead instead of standing up to the bully and gaining confidence... And learning a little bit about themselves and progressing, I think they're, they're telling them to tell a teacher, tell your parents, tell somebody. And I think that's regression. You know what bullying has, uh, you know what I learned from bullying? It's the first rule in the crisis situation. Which was one thing, and then it turned into another thing. Want to say it at the same time? I, I'll say. Ready? What's the first rule in the crisis situation? Always never leave your ribs open. I was going to say always protect your ribs. Ah, Never leave your ribs open. <laughs> never leave your ribs open, which was from the movie Twins, but it wasn't. It was It was never. Yeah, remember that movie Twins? They did thing. What was the number one rule in the crisis situation? And he took that and turned it into never leave your ribs open, and he would punch you in the ribs or... Needle you in the ribs or whatever at at any time. Yeah, and, and you know what? He was a bully, and that made me aware to all sorts of situations. I'm always on edge from that. I, I'm I'm ready to get my ribs punched right now. I'm waiting for Chris to look over and be like, "What's the first rule?" Bam! I tell you why he's not a bully. In the definition of the word, he's a bully, but he was our friend. And he was just a bigger, more aggressive guy in our friendship crew. One time, me and two of my friends were up at Burger King. And uh, there were some black kids there because it was not next. Burger King was in between the our neighborhood and the black neighborhood. For Long Island people, it's, it was West Babylon and North Amityville. Or Lindenhurst, North Amityville. North Lindenhurst. And fucking, we were over there and... These fucking black kids, they came up to us, I don't remember for whatever reason, and they're like, yo, this is what they said, I'll never forget this. I remember this till this day. Yo, you want to start some static? Yo, you want to start some static? I heard you say that multiple times. Yeah, it's hilarious. So me and a couple guys are like, what? I don't I don't know what this means, but I guess we're going to leave now, because it was really intimidating to have just three or four or five black dudes come up to us three and in our faces, aggressive, so we're like, yo, fuck this, we're out of here. So we went to this dude's house who we're talking about. Jamie, I'm going to say his name, because what the fuck, why the fuck not? You know, we haven't said his name the whole time. We went back to Jamie's house. We're like, yo, yo, these dudes up here in Burger King, yo, they were fucking with us. He was like, who, where, let's go. 
I don't think it was more of like let let me protect my my younger friends. I think he just wanted to cause some mischief. See, I see it opposite. Yeah. Yeah. Because we were all from, the, all from the same neighborhood And um, he was like who? I think he took offense That someone was fucking with us Because like him? I said He wasn't like a bully He was one of us He was just bigger and more aggressive So he was like alright bring me well, You know something Let me just fucking interrupt real quick He didn't mess with, with, with you As much as he messed with everybody else And we all know why no, he fucked with me too, just not as much. He fucked. He he didn't. He wouldn't fuck with Mike. Why not? A lot of people didn't fuck with Mike. You want to know why? No, because he has a crazy brother. I got an older brother that I heard stories about when he lived in the neighborhood, and I guess those stories resonate with some people. I don't know. Yeah, well, I'll tell you one thing. I I knew his brother, and I was young, young. I didn't know him personally. I I knew of him. Now, from back in the days with the with the Fatteruso and 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 that was someone's name back then, Fatteruso, not not my yeah, the, Fat Russo. Oh. Although it does apply <laughs> no, <laughs> nowadays, and, and all those the real old school '80s burnouts, you know, jean jackets, yeah. uh, over a leather jacket with fucking chain wallets and and. Uh, and patches on the back of it. So our reputation went a long way. And I guess one of the reasons he didn't fuck with me as much as everyone else is because of my older brother's reputation. I did get fucked with once in a while, just not as bad. Eh, not as bad as Jeremy, Justin, Chris, me, or Adam. And and you know what? He gave me a little leniency, too, because of Chris. Jeremy and Justin got the worst of it. The worst. Those guys got the worst. Still but let me, get back, let me get back to the story. So, uh... Yeah, Jamie uh, was like, yo, take me back. I was like, all right, let's go. And I don't know, what, what are you going to do? I mean, you know, what the fuck? We went back up there. The, the, the kids were still there. The black kids were still there. So he went right up to them. And there was a bunch of them. I don't know, five of them. There was three of us and, and Jamie. And uh, he was like, he went up to them and was like, what's up? Or... Now what's going on? Or, or he said, I don't. He approached them, yeah, he and and those kids did the same thing to him that they did to us. You want to start some static? Like that was their line, and this is what he did. He's like, what? What? You want to start some static? I, I'm sorry, I I didn't quite catch that. What What are you saying? Yo, yo, kid, man, you want some? You you want to start some static? He kept saying, "What are you saying? I don't. What? What?" And they left. And they just left. That was it. <laughs> it was fucking great. And he didn't do anything. All he all he said was, without saying anything, he said, "I'm not fucking falling for your shit." Without he didn't even say anything. All he said was, "Excuse me, what? What are you saying? I don't know what that means. What?" And they knew, they knew that he knew what they knew, and they left. It was great. Yeah. Yo, big shout out to Jamie. Big shout out to Jamie. He doesn't listen to this podcast, but it, no. maybe I'll have him. I gotta get him. Maybe I'll get him on. I'm calling him tomorrow. I get a lot of Jamie stories, man. A lot. I, I don't even want to tell him because they're not. I don't think it, a lot of it was legal shit, and he would probably be embarrassed if if he if if he heard that we were talking about it. Yeah, he'd probably keep that to yourself. That's what I'm saying. I'm thinking. <laughs> hey, do you remember? Remember when you hung out with that? Yo, I remember being at Danny Egan's house. He had a party, right? And Danny was, and uh, 
Jamie's just sitting at the door on the side, and people are coming in, and every once in a while, someone didn't know somebody, and he'd be like, nah, you ain't coming in. And they'd be like, okay, and they'd leave. And I remember that guy, Billy Wilde, came by one time. After Chris was hanging out with him for a little while, he started. He came around every once in a while, and he came up by himself, and uh, Jamie was at the door just sitting there smoking a cigarette, drinking a Budweiser, and he goes, hey, what's going on? And, and Jamie just looks at him, and he goes, no. And he goes, what do you mean? No. And go in there. He's like, nah, you can't come in. And he goes, and he started getting all fucking snappy at the mouth. And Jamie took him by his shirt. And there were big hedges, like 10 foot hedges there. <laughs> all right? Because it was the end of a driveway. And Jamie was at the back door. No one went through the front door. It was it's like the side door, you know? And Jamie took this kid and he just he threw him. Into these hedges from like five feet away, like his feet came off the ground. He went into the hedges deep, and he was like struggling. You know, little sticks are cracking, and he gets out and he starts fucking. He starts yelling at Jamie, and Jamie just looked at him, and he turned around, and uh, I was there and I laughed at him because I was younger <laughs> and I was like, ah, I didn't like him anyway, and he was like, "Fuck you too, you little fucking dick," and he goes, "Fuck your brother," and I never told you because you you didn't hang out with us back then. He was like, "Fuck your brother too," and he, I was, that was what the last a time fucking I saw bitch, him. huh? And he's fucking trying to work himself out of the bushes. Yeah, well, he's yelling at me. I was I was fucking thirteen at the time. Let me tell you the great thing about Jamie. I heard a story one time. They were at a, 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 a secret card game. I don't know what kind of card game they were playing. It was in the basement of his, of his own house. I know which one. I don't know where it was. It doesn't matter where it was, but they were at some kind of card game. And one of the guys, I don't know, what did he accuse him of cheating, stealing? Accused him of something. And... And Jamie was like, nah, you know, you're wrong, you're wrong, you're wrong. And the guy was incessant of accusing him of whatever the fuck he did. Whatever it was. I don't know. It doesn't matter what it was. But the guy stood up. And Jamie didn't stand up. He just knocked him out. I remember that. From the seat. From the seat. From the seat. No hesitation, no nothing. Just cracked him. I remember, I remember who that was, too. Yeah, I'm not gonna say his name. You remember who it was? Yeah, I know who exactly who it was, but that kid was a dick. Yeah, he deserved. He deserved what the fuck he got. (laughs) (laughs) But I believe we were hanging out playing basketball on the side of his house when that happened. I don't know. I don't know any 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 of the fucking the details. I don't know. I just know that the guy stood up like in in an aggressive fashion, and he got knocked. He got right the fuck down. Yeah, he he got up. He started spratting off at the mouth, and, and he, from a seat, from a sit down, he hit him, and he fucking went down. Yeah, right down. Good for him. That kid was a dick, anyway. Yeah, fuck him. I'll tell you after the fucking after we're not on air, yep, yep. so to speak. You know, just having a connection that that was a younger brother to a girl that was in my grade. I don't know. Uh, you're getting kind of. Yeah, you're getting kind of. I don't want to talk. I don't want to say. I don't want to. Because who the fuck knows? I know. The last name thing I, I gave up on because you can't help it. Why? You don't remember it? No. I, when I started this podcast, I was going to not mention people's last names. We didn't. We mentioned a bunch of them, but we can't help we it. Meant it. We mentioned one, and he told the story. We mentioned a bunch of last names. Just now? 
But the reason why I stopped Fuck. the reason why I stopped saying don't mention last names is because you can't help it. Yeah. It's just a part of the story. Hey, you're Mike Russo. Yo, who blasted one? Me. Chris? No. You just farted on my mic. <laughs> and it's in your mouth. <laughs> you just you just farted in your mouth. It smells good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I did. I did that one time. I blasted one right on the mic, and it was it came in so fucking good. And then I realized I was eating it. Two, sec- know, two seconds later, that apartment I had was right there. You can see it from from his door. Fuck that apartment. <laughs> that apartment is all right. I think I'm falling in love with all the ladies. Well, which ladies? All the ladies. All of them. You know, I'm starting to see a certain sex appeal to to. I don't want to say the word cougar, but I. I was thinking about it like this. It's 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 just getting old. That's why. Well, when you, I, here's how I think I can hook up with a with an older lady if, if I ever wanted to, or if anybody ever wants to. All right, you you start talking to them. You know, it's preferably if it's someone you already know. Like maybe it's someone that you work with. How older? I don't know. Say she's sexy, sexy fifty. All right? Is that too much? No, I, I, I roll with that. Say sexy 50. Maybe, hey, sexy anywhere from 40 to 60. Let's go 50. Sexy 50. And I'd say there's someone that you really normally wouldn't bang because she's older. Maybe like, uh, you know, your friend's mother's age or some shit like that, right? And then I figure this because I've been thinking about it. You would actually be like, oh, I wonder what you were like when, when you were like, you know, before you had kids and before you had responsibilities, because you can't say when, when you were younger, because they would get a, you know, uh, what do you call that? Offended. They would get offended. <laughs> All right, they get offended. Wait, let me just, let me just, can I just rewind for a second? Yeah. This is, you said this is someone you know? No, I'm saying you could so, say it to someone that you know that maybe you work with or you're affiliated with that you really. Okay, so you already now, have. Now you, you can see how she's kind of sexy in a way. All right, so you already have a relationship with this person. Yes. So it's not like your opening line is, oh, you must have been hot when you were young. That's what I'm saying. You can't say that. Okay, good. You have I to want, be like, I wonder what you were like before you had kids and before you had responsibilities. I just wanted to make sure. Okay. All right, you say it like that. Be like, oh, yeah. Mike, I bet you were, you were some catch. You can't even say it like that. You're like, you should you, say this. I bet you're a real dish. <laughs> I bet you're a real doll. I bet you're a real dish. I bought you a real doll before you had the kids and a job and everything. You were probably a lot of fun to hang out with. And chances are, even if they weren't, they're going to say, yeah. Yeah, you feel out the situation when you're there. You got to go freestyle. And you're like, oh, yeah, this and that. And you, and then she's going to get saucy. You know, she's going to get a little fucking, a little sexy on you. Because now she knows that you're thinking about it. And then she wants to relive those memories. And you, ah, tell me, you know, did, did you, you probably had a lot of boyfriends and stuff before you got married. And she's going to be like, oh, no, no. Like, I bet there was that one, though, right? That one that you had a lot of fun with. And then automatically now her train of thought is in, you know, sex mode and fun. And then you can start, you can start darting any, you know, Easily and like, oh yeah, you know this and that. I'm like, you know, you still got it. And she's like, no, 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 no. And they're like, no, I'm telling you, you do. All right. Then from there, she's gonna look at you not just as maybe a coworker or someone that she normally wouldn't look at like that. And then you're like, no, really, you still got it. I, I, I can definitely, uh, I can see that. And then there's your in, and that's the window. 
whether she lets you in that door or not. You know what I mean? And if she lets you in, I think it's 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 all up to you from there on in because she said okay. I think the most important thing about that story is that you already have a rapport with this person. Because if, if if you just come with some random fucking chick like that, no, I I love my husband. I've been with him thirty years, and we're in love. It's the best thing. It's my it's 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 my universe. Well, and but I think if you already have a rapport with this person, you kind of know with this person, you work with this person, you're friends with this person. Yeah, I'm thinking. I got Chris. You gotta get on my. You, you, that pussy comment was hilarious, and no one heard it. <laughs> I, I Chris, still think Jay- that it would work, though. Even if you don't know the woman, let's say you're online at the fucking supermarket. All right, and you got a little bit, maybe you're fucking you're a little giddy when they had too much coffee or you're on drugs or whatever the fuck it is to make you talk a little bit more. And you're talking, and you're like, oh, yeah, this and that. I'm like, uh. I don't know how you would segue over, but I think I could do it. Let's put this scenario. I think I could do it. Let's put this scenario. I have to be a long line. There's, there's an older bird, older bird in the vegetable aisle. She looks good, but you could tell she's about 49, 50. 51. Is she wearing a wedding ring or no? You don't know. You're from afar. You don't give a fuck either. You're walking down the avenue. She's in the street in a supermarket. You know, like the avenues? Yeah. And then you got the streets? Yeah. She's in the street. You're in the avenue. You see her, but you stop. That's how sexy she is. The closer you get, the older she is. Yep. But the sexiness doesn't go away. She's got that sex appeal. There's something She's got tight pants on. Something about her is hot. She's got that sex in your fantasy. Oh, so she got blonde hair, tight pants. Okay. I don't know. I think the darker hair is more fucking deviant. Well, let's just a team effort. So she's wearing tight pants and she has blonde hair. All right. And you're approaching her. Her shoes mean everything. What shoes is she wearing? She's wearing fucking heels, bro. What kind of heels? She's wearing no fucking flippers. Chris? Flippers. She's wearing flippers? Chris she's fucking heels, dude, in tight pants. Right, she's, so letting the, she's letting the tit right, hang out. So let's call it middleman. She's, wear, she's wearing, she's wearing those like cork heels, flippers. Nice. You know those things? Yeah. She's wearing those. That's in the middle, right? Whatever. The, the bitch is fucking sexy. She, maybe she's bending over to get some fucking chicken off the fucking freezer aisle. So you, so you, 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 you approach, you know? I've done this before, you know. So tell me how it went. I don't know if I can say it anymore. All right, well, let's work with the scenario now, then. What would I do? This what is, have I done? This is No, this is the scenario. All right. Since she's like the amalgamation of your guys' fantasies or your guys' imaginations right Dude, she's now. She's not even that hot. She's just fucking really horny, and you're like, I bet I could fucking bang this old bitch. So what are you, what are you saying to her? Is the first thing you're doing looking at her fingers? Or does that even matter? Let's just say you 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 fucking I got, I'll, I'll tell you from experience from when I was younger years back years not nothing recent of course. Say you're at the supermarket right and you're at the fucking chicken aisle, right? And you're like, oh my god, fucking seven ninety nine a pound, even though you know she's right there. And I'm like, was chicken always this much money? And she'd be like, oh no no, it's way up, way up. I'm like, and then you're like. Because this is really expensive. You know, I, I, you could probably go to a butcher and, and get some. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, have you ever went to a butcher to do this? Oh, oh, yeah. I know it's just quick and easy right here, this and that. But maybe I might have to switch up my whole fucking, uh, uh, my, my whole fucking, the way I eat at home. Maybe I eat something different. So this and that. And what, what do you eat? Oh, you know what? And then she's going to either, that's right then and there where she says, oh, no, and walks away. Or she gets involved in the conversation. She might be like, 
well, you know, you, you can always try turkey, turkey burgers or something. I'm like, oh, how, how is that? Is that good? Is it tasty? And I'm like, you know, you can season that, this and that, blah, blah, blah. And now, now you're conversating with her. All right? And you're like, oh, all right. And as you're looking, as you're, you're noticing her body language, you're seeing how she's looking at you. You're seeing if she's throwing out sexy sexy hip movement maybe here and there to see if you would catch what she's doing. And, of course, I'm catching it because I'm fucking looking. You know what I love? You know what body language I love? Which one? The not interested, interested. That's the motherly thing to do. When, when... I love the not interested, interested thing. All right, so now you're working your thing and then this and that. And then whether you see a ring or not, maybe you say, what are you making tonight? And then she's like, oh, I'm making this and that. And like, maybe I can make something for you. And she's going to be like, oh, no, oh, come That's on, a bit of a on. leap. Damn right, it's a fucking leap. You don't. She'll be like, yeah, I'm making this and that. Maybe I'll make something for you. Well, I'm making it for my kids, <laughs> my my husband. And then you go, so? And now now you're throwing it out there. You're hitting her with it. And yeah, she's she... dumbfounded. She's like, oh, no, no, you're cute, you're cute, you're cute. Yeah, so now... I can't believe you'd say it. I'm, I'm, I'm yeah, now you're gambling. It. And then you're like, listen. Yeah, you're gambling. You're throwing dice, but you know what? And you, as long as as long as you're throwing dice, those there's bitches are gonna fucking catch them. There's a chance to win. And you know what? I'm gonna say, two thirds of them will bite. You know why? Because old bitches want fucking. Is that good odds? Two thirds? I'm gonna say, yo, you say that to twenty of them, and twenty. Damn it! What are two thirds of twenty? You stinking man. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, you do it to nine of them, six of them are going to fucking say something. That's not right. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, he said he just made that shit up and looked at me like he was confident about it. <laughs> All right, may- maybe not two-thirds, but you know what? I'm going to say if you say it to a nice, you know, sassy enough woman, chances are she's a By kinda, sassy, do you mean black? She's kind of slutty. Yeah, you, you know she's an old slut, and chances are she'll let you blow loads in her all the time anyway. Done. No condom. <laughs> yep, and that's what you gotta do. It, it, you know, if, if if you're if you're not involved with anybody and you got nothing to lose, and sometimes these Long Island girls are fucking slut bitch cunts, and it's hard to talk to them. If you're a single guy, you go to the fucking supermarket and you try those t- antics a little bit, and eventually you 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 work your game well enough, guarantee you you'll be banging old bitches. Here's the fucked up thing about Long Island. The, the old Long Island housewife bitches living here for so long, you hate them. The housewives? Oh, I hate them with their fucking attitude. I hate their... the young girls more than Ugh. I hate them. They're all, they all stink. That's because I, I don't know. I'll tell you, the girls over here are tough. They're tough, man. They're tough. Even if you're not a bad looking dude and you say, hey, how are you? They look at you with these eyes like, who the fuck are you to ask who I am? How am I? Who fucking ask how I am? I'll tell you how I am. Not good enough to talk to you. Who do you think you are? Being nice to me. And that's it. Then you're shot down for the rest of the night. You might as well go home, jerk off, and, and not think about the girls that you'll never get because they're, they're so hard. They're so hard to fucking. If you're not wearing, you know, a, a stupid watch or you got some dumb fucking haircut and you look like all the other fucking shit bags, yeah, you got you, your chances are looking glim. And those are for the hot ones. And then you get the ones that aren't so hot, which, you know, 
I guess they're they're more inclined to the to the more laid back style, more stoner, more this, more that. But to get the hot hot ones, I I don't even know what you got to do. You got to be a full blown fucking go getter player and act like you don't give a fuck. And you get you get shot down so many times, you got to let it not even phase you. But I I don't know. I don't know how the fuck they do it. You got to be able to talk, 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 and uh, I lost interest after the first no. Fucking cunt. Done with this podcast. (laughs) Fucking mother's one of those things. Stop your fucking belly ache. Fuck is wrong with this guy. Brooklyn Murder Club. Brooklyn Murder Club, yo. Zach. Tell him, P. New. Jerry X. P. New. Trish, hey. Tony ends, Maven Omega. Here we go, here we go, here we go, here we go, here we, here we, here we go. Here we go, here we go, here we go, here we, here we, here we go. Crazy from the air that I dip, popping from the poppers that I stick. Think I'm gonna rule the world when I trip, cause y'all already know I get sick. Here we go. Crazy from the air that I dip, popping from the poppers. Pen again, and I ain't talk about sing sing. Poorly wake like Finnegan, spitting piss and vinegar. I'm scripted pages of street literature. Rough and rugged like a Rambo knife. Damn, I'm hyped like I stayed up sniffing fucking coke all night. These Brooklyn streets raised me, built me up, and they played me. Lessons learned, bridges is burned. Paid dues, my stripes earned. I go back to when umpires wore burgundy coats. Castles had moats, and when and jerk offs will call your mokes Baseball cards in your spokes It's over yo, you bogus bro My flows leave you exposed Like some hippies toes Everybody pays, everybody owes that I dip Poppin' from the poppers that I stick Think I'm gonna rule the world when I trip Cause y'all already know I get sick Crazy from the edit that I dip Poppin' from the poppers that I stick Think I'm gonna Sounds satanical, Brooklyn Murder Club, shouldn't have unlocked the animal. Horror business, I'm a fiend for life. 138 slices from a sharp ass knife in the bathroom. My mirrors are black, a backpack full of gas. Hood rats with bats for the clap back. Woo! With the chop like nigga was Rick Flair. Catch you sleeping like a viper from out of nowhere. I write you out the scene like my name is Jack Scraven. To help me hide the bodies, what my little brother made. Been surprised when this maniac rides under the creepy green light, nigga. Everything dies when the dead crew cut you to ribbons. I drink your blood and spit it out. One machine like a nigga with Gene Simmons. I'm the one that you'll outlast. The fat ass, fat, 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 like the soul crab. That I dip, popping from the poppers that I stick. Think I'm gonna rule the world when I trip. Cause y'all already know I get sick. Crazy from the edit that I dip, popping from the poppers that I stick. Think I'm gonna Cause y'all already know I get sick We wake up every morning, kid, we look
look up to our left and right We're normally the sort of kids that thinking about death tonight We'll place you in a corner, trap the new king of this horror rap We'll shove you in an oven with your cousin When I'm bored of that Kill you every second, bitch, immediately wrecking shit Buried you so far into the tar and I'm not stressing it Hold up, let me catch my breath, I need another second left We're blessing all these adolescents, second guessing This is done Nothing left for you to see, the little that amuses me I'm cutting out your arteries, a part of me refused to be Another motherfucker that be kicking up the dust again Smothered all your brothers and I'll never ever trust again Decapitate a twist of fate Your little sister screaming rape will hesitate To remove this blood off of my fucking face Even though I love the taste I gotta beat this murder case I'm wasting way too much time on this crime And it's a turn to chase It's Tony Ames reppin' ACC I'm with the Brooklyn Murder Club and all the scabs with me 718, Richmond Hood, Forgotten Borough There's your killers on the track, so you know we keep it thorough Nowhere to run, nowhere to hide Got your girl outside screaming while you're cowering inside Fuck your scene, steady bumping out the speakers Dead crew on the hunt for some fucking truth seekers Pull up to your man's house, busting in the door Fucking shots and leaving bloody bodies on the floor This is war, the king of hearts to lead the charge In my face on wanted posters like a criminal at large No fucks given, putting everyone on blast Use your next words, wise, they're bound to be your last Steer clear, cause I'm the new face I feel like Ray Wyatt and the family coming through like we're here Crazy from the air, that I did Poppin' from the poppies that I stick Think I'm gonna rule the world when I trip Cause y'all